0: Welcome to the Fiercely Visible CEO podcast. I'm your host, Steph Wharton. Join me as we dive into how to become a wildly in demand CEO that prioritizes balance between life and business, isn't afraid of making the scary decisions that get you results you actually care about, and unapologetically breaks the rules to build the business and life of your dreams. To list or not to list your prices on your website or to share them on social media or to your email list i feel like that is one of the most i don't want to say controversial but like one of the hardest things for folks to figure out when you're first starting your business right on one hand you want to list your prices because you want people to Uh, come to you essentially prepared to invest you don't want to be spending all this time promoting your offers hopping on sales calls only to then get ghosted right which is unfortunately so freaking common like okay I'm sorry I'm gonna go on a tangent right now like what is wrong with people that you just ghost like if you're genuinely interested in working with somebody or maybe you're not like all in yet but you know you're curious you're trying to find out some details then have the decency to let them know that you're not interested or that you're going a different direction or that you're not going to invest yet. It's as simple as just sending a quick message. You don't need to overly explain it, but just let them know so that they're not essentially creating space emotionally and maybe even physically as they're saving you a spot to work together. And they can now release that and focus on the next person that might come into their world and the next client that they might sign. It's such a simple gesture and it honestly means so much. Like literally every single time that I get somebody who inquires about working with me and then comes back and says, hey, um, in whatever way they say it, basically, I'm not going to move forward. I literally thank them every single time. I'm like, thank you so much. It really means a lot that you came back and updated me on your decision, right? Simple as that. I, I don't, there's no hard feelings. Um, yeah, sure. Maybe I'm a little sad that they decided not to work with me because I was genuinely so pumped about the prospect of being able to help them instead of their business and uh, work through them as they took the steps needed in order to reach the really vibey goals that they already shared with me, right? But other than that, like half split moment where you're like, oh, like that sucks. then it's like, okay, like, good for you. Like, I'm excited for whatever it is that you do decide to do. So anyway, tangent done. Um, I think we've all at some point, in time been guilty of that like i think there's this one person i reached out to and in complete honesty, like I think I reached out like twice, like in completely different years, and I just kind of like forgot to update them because I just asked for their pricing, and then I don't know, I was trying to do some math, trying to figure out if it was a good fit, blah blah blah, and then they never followed up with me, and then I completely forgot that I had reached out to begin with because I don't know, busy, uh, busy business got busy, so I get, like I totally get, we're human, it happens, but. For the most part, I feel like ghosting is done on purpose from a place of like, oh, I don't want to have an uncomfortable situation or conversation. I don't want them to... Force me and convince me to invest. Like, no, that's disgusting. No one's gonna try and like force you into an investment that you're either not comfortable making, that you can't afford to make, or that you just genuinely don't want to make. Um, with the caveat that yes, there are some disgusting people out there, but to those, you can just block them if they're trying to force you into an investment that you don't want to make and they're being really gross about it, as opposed to just genuinely asking you questions and trying to see if they can support you through the process and trying to like brainstorm and figure if it's really a finance thing or if it's something else like hey if somebody's going to try and handle objections in like a very wholesome like ethical way fine they can do them right but for the most part people will just be like okay thank you thank you for being so honest and transparent and I really appreciate it right For the second time now, that little riff tangent is done. So to list your prices or not to list them on your website. I've done both. I've gone through the different motions. When I had my previous business as a brand designer and strategist, I went through a phase where I did list my prices. And then I had a moment where I kind of like revamped my packages. I increased my prices and I actually removed them. And I think that's what felt good for me at the time. Maybe it came from a place of like not feeling ready to list them, or I wanted to, here's what I think was one of the big drivers other than just fear, right? (laughs) Which let's be honest, we're all a little bit scared of listing our prices and then hearing crickets, right? We get in our heads, it's totally normal. Um, But one of the reasons why in that moment, it felt good to remove them is because it was somewhat early on in my business. And I wanted to make sure that I hopped on as many sales calls as possible. I was using that as an opportunity to flex my sales muscle and be able to feel more comfortable on sales calls and then increase conversion rates so I could land these clients and get used to uh, essentially practicing what it would be like to market slash sell, promote my offers, right? So I could get good at it. I could refine it. If I experienced a couple of sales calls where nothing worked out, which I did, by the way, I think there was one point in time where I went on like 11. um, Yeah, I believe it was 11 sales calls in one week. And I only converted like two, maybe three of those. So it was like a 30% conversion rate and it felt incredible i was like holy freaking shit i just like signed 3 clients and it was awesome. However, of course, when you're looking at like, hey, three people out of 11, that's a pretty low conversion rate. But that's okay, because all those calls allowed me to practice and to test different methods. And then that gave me the opportunity to refine my entire sales process. And to come up with what you can call like a little framework per se, or like a process itself, where I was able to increase my conversion rate by adding like a pre qualification method by adding a process for the call itself, um, and a post call process as well. And that allowed me to increase my conversion rate from 30% to 80% plus. And that was incredible. Like that's how I ended up attracting so many clients that were converting going forward. It's how I was able to book up my business months in advance. It's how I was able to start to attract slash make consistent 5k months and scale my business further after that. So honestly, practice did, in fact, as cheesy as it sounds, make perfect, quote unquote. So there can always be a reason why not listing your prices on your website is good. Either you want to practice on your sales or perhaps you have very customizable packages, right? So maybe at that point you can put starting at prices. But essentially what I did is I was feeling called to... This was pretty recently, by the way, within the last like month or two, I was feeling called to shift the way I was doing things. And instead of essentially promoting my offers and then having sales conversations, I call them conversations because essentially now. of my sales convos, they all happen in the DMs on Instagram. And it is very rare in some instances, some people ask me for a proper sales call, in which case we'll go ahead and do that. And that's totally fine. It's just not how I prefer slash choose to run my business. I prefer to protect my energy as opposed to hopping on 11 sales calls. And then maybe even with a good conversion rate, you're spending 11 hours, right? Because it doesn't matter how well you intend to limit your sales calls to like 15 minutes at least on my case and I know a lot of people experience this too your sales calls end up being like at least half an hour 45 minutes or more likely an hour so that's 11 hours of your day that you're not getting paid for it's a future client that you're signing but in it's not very sustainable is it so where was I what I have been thinking and mulling around in my head is the entire concept of being beyond transparent with my prices going forward. So instead of waiting until somebody hops on a conversation in the DMs and we go through the motions, I get to know their vision and we figure out if we're going to be a good fit. I share the entire details of the package that they're interested in, including the investment. So hey, that's fully transparent, right? Like I'm not waiting for a sales call. I'm not waiting Waiting until we've uh talked for like months on end no you inquire about an offer as long as you're available to chit chat with me for like 10 15 minutes like solid you, we can get through the entire conversation including the investment and any payment plans if that's what you want within those 10 15 minutes that's so much more productive than hopping on a 1 hour call now of course i get it like i feel like i'm going on so many riffs this is almost like a training i feel like um if you're the type of person that wants to get a better feel, if vibe wise, you're going to get along with the person that you're investing with, and they prefer to have DM conversations, that's okay, you can still ask for a quick coffee chat or sales call to essentially make sure that communication style slash personality you get along. So then that is kind of like the nail in the head where you go, okay, I already knew I wanted to invest. But now this is a hell freaking yes. So yes, yeah, send me the contract, send me the invoice. That's what I do. That is always an, an Um, that's always available for folks that want to do that after we've had the sales conversation in the DMs. So essentially what I'm getting to is that I've been wanting to showcase my prices for a very long time before doing that, I figured why not. Do a little bit of like an experiment. Why not go to Instagram and take a poll of my community and see how everybody else feels? Do people genuinely want to see prices before they have a conversation with you or before they hop on a sales call or do they not even care? And they're totally fine honoring the standard process of hearing about your offer, inquiring, going on a sales call, finding out the price and then deciding whether they want to move forward or not. So I did that and I'm going to go ahead. Let, give me five seconds. I want to pull up the story. I have it on my phone ready to go and I'm going to share the exact results that I saw from my community. I say my community because obviously there's millions of people out there. Some people are going to feel differently, but I think these um, results are quite staggeringly on a clear trend. So I feel like that says a lot about what maybe your community even Looks for, right? Okay. So, first off, what I did is I asked, do people care about transparency in pricing? And I put three options. I was asking people whether they prefer to know how much it costs before inquiring, whether they're okay with finding out after a DM conversation, or whether they're okay with finding out after a sales call. So, the results were staggering. There was 92% of you voted that you like knowing how much it costs before inquiring. So that was a really clear sign that pricing transparency is something that you all value. Like there was only 8% of you that were cool with finding out after a DM conversation and zero that wanted to wait until after a sales call. Now, I do wanna like kind of, put a little disclaimer here slash little, caveat i feel like i use those two words a lot but it makes sense like there's always an exception to the rule right there's always a different way to see things so i don't want you to ever take everything that i say as like gospel like written on stone like you have to do what i'm saying i want you to take it with a grain of salt and then kind of feel into it and figure out does what stuff is saying in terms of like a strategy or just something to do in business in order to experience like immense success does it feel good or alternatively does do I feel a lot of resistance and if you're feeling resistance I want you to explore that like really allow that in allow those emotions in and trying to figure out okay where's that resistance coming from like why is what Steph is sharing not feeling good to me why do I feel like I just don't want to do that or like I'm gonna suck at it and explore that and that could almost like it could shed so much insight into how you best operate or what you're struggling with. And perhaps what isn't resonating right now is because there's something that you got to work on before you're even ready to take that next step. Or perhaps it's just not aligned and you're just not meant to do it that way, right? But that can help you uncover a different way in which you can do X, Y, Z that we're talking about. Anyway, so with that out of the way, uh, what I wanted to mention is the fact that personally, I love knowing exactly how much something costs. I will be completely honest. There's been instances where I've considered making some sort of investment. I couldn't find how much it costs. And I decided, you know what? It's not pressing. It's not urgent right now. So um, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to invest. I'm going to move on and work on something else. Like I couldn't care less, right? I couldn't be bothered to reach out and be put in a position where now I'm having this like sales conversation where I don't even know if I'm interested in the first place, right? I just wanted more details and those details were not available, uh, not readily available without inquiring, right? Right. Uh, but then there's been other instances where pricing was nowhere to be seen. There was no sales page, no website, nothing that I could like scour. And I'm very much like that type of like analytical decision maker that like wants all the details before they go ahead and shell out the big money. I was gonna say the big guns, the big money. Like I want all the freaking details. Even if I know deep down that I want in, I want to know exactly what I'm paying for. So none of that was available. So I had to inquire and I inquired, I got all the information. I was able to ask questions. I was really able to really fill it out and feel it out. And then within 24 hours, I reached back out and I was like, yep, send me the contract done. I'm going to make a $2,000 down payment right now. I'm set. I'm sold. And there wasn't even any urgency. Like I could have waited two more months before they stopped promoting that particular offer. But I was like, no, I know in this instance, that this is exactly what I want. So the reason I'm sharing that is to illustrate that just because 0% of people were okay with finding out the pricing after the sales call, and only 8% of people were okay with finding out after the DM combo doesn't mean that just because you're not disclosing your prices, you're not going to get inquiries, and you're not going to get clients, you totally will. It just means there will need to be other things in place in order to make people feel more comfortable reaching out, right? So, probably your messaging is gonna have to be on point. And let's be honest, it's gonna have to be on point regardless of whether you disclose your pricing or not. Uh, you're gonna have to build a lot of trust with your community. People are gonna have to feel very comfortable reaching out. They're gonna have to be, feel very comfortable knowing that you're gonna be able to deliver and help them in whatever it is that you offer. And through that, through that comfort, through that trust, that authority that you're building, people are going to reach out even if you don't display your prices because they know deep down that they want to find out. They know they're ready for that next step. They know that it's you that they want supporting them. So they're going to go ahead and reach out and book that sales call or have that DM sales conversation. So you can absolutely accomplish just as much success as anybody that's listing their prices. It is not necessarily a barrier. It's only a barrier for certain people. So depending on the kind of people that you're trying to attract, it will be a non issue. Okay. With that out of the way, let's move on. Clearly, for over 90% of you, you all want to have a good idea of how much it costs before inquiring. So then what I actually did is I took it a step deeper. I went ahead and I asked people, what does transparency actually look like in your mind? Because I was having a DM conversation with a friend and we kind of had the same but also different views on what transparency meant so I'm like this always happens just because a word in your mind like the concept of transparency is so damn clear and obvious doesn't mean that everybody considers transparency to be the exact same thing and to uh, it's essentially to play out in real life in the exact same way so I asked what is transparency in your mind and what are you looking for slash okay with in terms of seeing the pricing ahead of time right so I had different options here I put up that you're looking for starting at prices so hey my services start at xyz I put up tell me exactly how much the investment is and then I put these two kind of bonus options because this is where my friend and I were kind of like butting heads to a certain extent and it was tell me the cost and the currency and then the last one was tell me the cost and it just said I assume it's USD haha because as maybe ridiculous as it is that tends to be the universal currency for a lot of people not just because there's a lot of entrepreneurs in the states because let's be honest there's entrepreneurs literally everywhere um But we can't avoid the fact that a lot of the subscriptions, the software that we subscribe to, right, for your website, for your course platforms, for your email marketing, almost everything is in USD. Every now and then I'm surprised that something isn't like it's already automatically converted into Canadian dollars because there's a Canadian website. That's the Canadian version of like the U.S. one, let's say. Um, But I'm honestly shocked that it's in Canadian. I'm like, oh, cool. I don't have to pay like an extra 30 percent. Awesome. But for everything else. I just know it's standard. I will pay as a Canadian 30% more than everybody else. And that's just the way it is. And a lot of us are already used to that. And yeah, does it suck? For sure. Does it feel unfair that we're paying 30% more than everybody else when we have similar salaries in our own currencies? Yes. But at the end of the day, it's the way it is. So no, no, it's not only just that people pay in US, but a lot of people, regardless of what country they live in, they also charge in American dollars as well. Anyway, so it was definitely interesting to get a feel of what you all thought about how to be transparent or how you would prefer people were transparent in terms of pricing when you're looking to make an investment in your business. So let's look at the results, shall we? Let's see. We had 25% of you like to see the starting at prices. Then the biggest one was 50% where you're looking for exactly how much the investment is right down to the last penny. Then there was only 8% where it said, tell me the investment amount and the currency. And then there was 17% that said, tell me the amount and I assume it's U.S. So basically, most people didn't actually care about the currency Uh, either because they're assuming it's US or it's just whatever, like you can just find out after, right? Like, that's not as big of a deal. Um, But 50% wanted to know exactly how much the investment is. Now, you'll note that 25% with the starting app prices, that's exactly what I was talking about earlier on in the episode, right? If you have custom packages, or you have different tiers, or whatever reason, or you just you're not in a position where you feel confident enough to showcase your prices, and then trust, that people are just going to come to you and still inquire and still sign on to work with you, then starting out out prices is a great kind of like middle ground. It's a great way to show your prices, give people a feeling for roughly how much it might cost, but without um, essentially pigeonholing you or being like, hey, that's actually what you're going to pay me. No, I still have to quote you, right? So it's a great kind of in-between balance that I know a lot of people love to do. But with all that, I think based on that research and based on how I personally was feeling and what I was leaning towards, I'm definitely going to go ahead and share my pricing uh, for all my offers. I think I'm going to do that today, actually, which haha, I guess that means I probably already did it like at least a week ago by the time that this episode is being released. (laughs) So if you're curious about my pricing, you can definitely go. I'll probably share it on Instagram or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a post, um, which It'll, it'll be great. It'll be up there. And then if I ever like change my prices, I can always just repost again. But anyway, I'm definitely going to go ahead and do that. It feels really freaking like empowering. Um, I think that's something maybe worth mentioning as well. For a lot of people, I kind of alluded to this already for a lot of people sharing their prices right off the bat, without doing it in the privacy of like a private DM conversation or sales conversation can be a little bit intimidating. A lot of fears or insecurities can come up because it's like, hey, what if I just put it out there and then nobody even bothers to reach out, right? It won't give me an opportunity to really showcase the value that uh, comes from this offer. It won't give me an opportunity to share with them exactly everything they get. It won't give me an opportunity to have an initial conversation so that they get to know me and I get to understand what they're looking for in terms of like the transformation and the offer itself, perhaps. And I know that there's a lot of power in having these sales conversations. Because it can help people who are interested in working with you feel comfortable with it, right? Because they're like, oh, this actually sounds really freaking amazing. And you they build that up in their head where it's like, wow, this is awesome. Like, I love your style. I love your personality. I love everything that you're sharing about the offer itself. That by the time you go ahead and share the pricing, they're like, holy shit, this feels amazing. Like, yeah, that price sounds awesome. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've had sales conversations, where the conversation itself was so frigging empowering and like vibey. And I was like, holy shit, this is such a good fit. And then at the end of it, um, people would be like, Oh, wow, like that investment point is way lower than I was expecting. That's the power of having those conversations, right? That's the power of building a brand where people want to inquire. And then you have this super vibey sales conversation and the investment point isn't even an issue. They don't even blink an eye. It could also be a sign that I need to increase my prices, but (laughs) that's an entirely different story. And I will do that when that feels aligned, when that feels really like good inside where I just don't even second guess it, right? But for now, the, my price is the way that they are now. I know technically that I'm ready, almost ready, like I'm like five seconds away from like feeling really good about increasing my prices, but they feel really good the way they are right now. So I'm not going to increase them just for the sake of increasing them, just for the sake of making more money, right? Like it needs to be a hell freaking yes, like I don't doubt it. Um, But what I wanted to get to is that, so I know that there's a lot of fears that can come through and doubts about showcasing your prices just as they are, but I feel like it's just such a vibey thing to be able to sit there confidently in your pricing and be able to confidently just talk about them and not have to beat around the bush and to just be like this is what it is like I know my value I know my worth and I know without a shadow of a doubt that there's people out there that are more than willing to pay those prices they're more than willing actually to pay even more than what the prices are and when you show up with that confidence it shines through with everything that you do right like people feel that people are attracted to that and they're like yes like the investment point isn't even a debate a debate it's not an argument point it's not something to be afraid of it's just, it is what it is because the service itself is of such high value. And I think that is such a wicked kind of like mindset and perspective and way to see things is such a great mindset to step into. It's such a great um, next level to embody where you're not even worried about pricing. So when you're showing up and you're promoting your offers, it doesn't become Um, matter of oh I wonder if people are even gonna want to buy this like is anybody gonna want to work with me like oh Blah, 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 you're not second guessing it. You're like, no, you're fully trusting that the right people are out there and they're five seconds away from reaching out. They're five seconds away from asking for you to send over the contract and invoice, and that's it. That's the end of the conversation. There's no drama around it because you feel so confident in your pricing that you don't even doesn't even occur to you that people might have issues with that pricing, that they might have objections. There's none of that. It's just this is what I bring to the table. It's a freaking goddamn vibe. And that's the end of the conversation. Come forth and work with me. <laughs> anyway, whatever you choose to do, I think it's freaking incredible. If you decide to show your prices and put like full disclaimer, Front and center. This is how much I charge for each one of my offers. I think that's freaking amazing. If you only want to show starting at prices, I think that's wicked as well. And if you want to show nothing and just wait for people to apply, to inquire, and have those sales conversations, I think that's freaking incredible as well. I've been doing that for years and it definitely served me. And I've been able to build a very successful business without showcasing my prices. But I think it's time for something new. Whatever you decide to do, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that what does transparency mean to you? Do you list your prices? Do you not list your prices? What's the reasoning behind it? And what do you want to do going forward? I feel this is such a vibey conversation. And it's almost like breaking a little like ceiling, it's breaking through into a new version of yourself that's extra confident and extra vibey and beyond ready to work with soul aligned clients. That's it for this week's episode of the Fiercely Visible CEO Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Steph Wharton underscore for more valuable content. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts.